0: you ready for the word yeah me too hallelujah today we're talking out of James chapter 1 how to receive wisdom everybody say wisdom Wisdom. amen so I'm gonna read James chapter 1 verse 5 through 8 if you want to stand with me we'll we'll read the word together we're up down up down today you know during praise and worship my watch tells me I had a good workout (laughs) James chapter 1 verse 5 through 8 if you need wisdom Ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Dear Heavenly Father, as we... Go into your word today. I pray, Father, that all instability would be gone today in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, our hearts would be refreshed in your word and we would trust your wisdom, God. And, Lord, that when we ask, we would ask, Father God, in faith, believing, not doubting, God. I praise you and I thank you for the time in your word. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So how important is wisdom to us? How, what do you think? Wisdom, we need it? How many of you can use a little wisdom right now? (laughs) All right. I picked the right subject. But do you you understand how this works in your life? That's what I want to talk about today. You know, today, you have a wealth of knowledge at your fingertips. I put my phone in your purse there, hon. Can I? Oh, it went to the bottom. Oh, there it is. (laughs) But my phone is more powerful than the computers that launched The Apollo that landed on the moon. Can you imagine? Our phones are that powerful. You know, I could look right now. My brother, Mike is from Lebanon. So let's see, Mike, where were you born? Where, Beirut? Okay, so look at this. Beirut, Lebanon. It's 80 degrees right now. Oh, 78, it just went down. It's going to be 81 today in Beirut. Can you imagine how we have that kind of information in our hands? It's there all the time. Everybody's got it. You can go here. You can, you know, it's just like people ask me, well, what's, what's this?" this? I said, just ask Google. he'll tell you, (laughs) you know, there'll be something that'll pop up and you can read about it. You can study it out. And it's so simple. It's all in the palm of your hands. You could watch a video about it. YouTube will roll up a list of things. And you know what it'll do? If you looked up, you know, where to buy a kayak, then you'll start getting ads about every kayak for sale in the country. You know, just because they know what you want. And that's how this works. And it's just, you know, we have so much knowledge, Charlie, in our hand right now. You know, and I got double knowledge because I got my iPad too. So (laughs) you got Bible, I have my Bible too. So you got Bibles, you got commentaries, you have the internet and you have so many other ways that you can study the Bible. You can go online right now and you can pick up a hundred versions of the Bible, you know, that in different languages and there's just so much out there, information that's right in our hands that we can get. We don't, we don't have to say, I don't know because all you got to do is look. It's very simple to find out, Amen. We are wealthy with all the knowledge that we want. Now, the key to knowledge, though, is knowing what to do with it. How does this knowledge apply to my life? I remember uh, talking to a man that did his doctorate on the Book of Genesis. He was Jewish. And I'm like, Wow, that's incredible, man! It must have been just so awesome to to dive through the Book of Genesis. And, and he goes. i don't believe it i'm like how could you go through the book of genesis and not believe it and he didn't but job tells us this this is how does we apply the knowledge he said job 28 28 he said and to man he said behold the fear of the lord that is wisdom and depart from evil is understanding So the fear of the Lord, this is where wisdom starts, amen, that we have a fear of God. And and it's not that you hide under the table waiting for something bad to happen. It's that you stand up, rejoice, praise God, because something good is going to happen, amen. And the definition of wisdom is, in a, a good sense, skillful, wisdom, wisely, amen. That's what we are. That's who we are when we're in Christ and we have his wisdom. But what does it mean to have a fear of the Lord? You ever been afraid of somebody? I remember when my dad was alive when I was a kid and I did a lot of things I shouldn't have been doing. And, you know, I was always afraid when dad found out, you know, there was that healthy, respectful fear because my dad used to tell me there's gonna be two hits, me hitting you, you hitting the floor. That was my my dad's line to me all the time, you know, that I'm going down. And so uh, my mom caught me drinking one time. Don't recommend that young people. And uh, she said, I'm telling your dad. I got up at 5:30. I went to work, and and you know there was that part of me that said, "Don't go home." <laughs> <You know? laughs> All I could think of was two hits, two hits, two hits. You know, so I I, I got off at 3:30, and I, I went straight home, man. I didn't detour. I went straight home, and as soon as I opened the door, my dad says, "Get in here, boy." I'm like, oh. man, my heart hit the ground, and. And I I was really glad he didn't hit me, you know. But he just said, you know, next time your license goes, your job goes, everything goes, car goes. And uh, I said, yes, sir, you won't catch me ever again. (laughs) You caught that too, huh? (laughs) But when the Bible refers to the fear of the Lord, It means to have a deep respect, a reverence, an awe for God's power and authority. Amen. Rather than causing someone to be afraid of God, a proper fear of the Lord leads to love him. A deeper love, a deeper respect. Amen. More than any, you would give to any man. You know, I I know, you know, when important people come in, we had this dinner with the Chinese. I told I told Pastor Peter, I said, sit the pastors in the back. He's like, oh, we need to honor them. I said, no, put them in the back. I said, because we know we got to learn, even as pastors, that we come to serve the people, you know, not just be honored all the time, amen. We come to serve. And uh, he put them in the middle. (laughs) Next time. (laughs) But we need that healthy respect. I mean, we would give honor to men, you know. I mean, if. former president trump walked in you know we would all be like standing up going oh my gosh you know i don't know what you would say if biden president biden walked in but i'll I'll leave that for another day (laughs) but you know we give honor to men and we show respect to men but how much more should it be for god how much more should it be for god you know we celebrated memorial day a few weeks ago and you know, it was, uh, I think it's great to honor the people that have given their life for our country. But Jesus gave his life for everybody. Everybody. And he made a way for everybody. And I want to read to you a little bit about wisdom out of Proverbs four thirteen four 4 through 13. It's a few scriptures. It says, he also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, and do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. That's what he said. He says, Do not forsake her. This is where he starts referring to wisdom as her in the feminine sense. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Wisdom will preserve you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Everybody say, Wisdom. Wisdom. Therefore, get wisdom, and all you're getting, get understanding. So if I'm going to get wisdom, I'm going to have a healthy, respectful fear of the Lord, amen. And then if I'm going to have understanding, it means I'm going to flee from evil. I'm going to stop doing the things of this world, amen. You know, the world behind me, the cross before me, as we sang today, amen. And it says, exalt her and she will promote you. You want to get promoted in the kingdom of God? Exalt the wisdom that God has given you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. When you embrace the wisdom of the Lord, she'll bring you honor. Verse 9, she will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. You'll have a long life. What's the wisdom of the Lord? Honor and obey your parents, and you'll live a long life. So we need to honor and obey our parents. Amen. amen. And you'll have a long life. That's wisdom. Amen. That's wisdom. You take it. And then there's, there's the understanding. I'm going to have a long life. Years of your life will be many. He says, I've taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in the right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her for she is your life wisdom that's how important wisdom is she is your life and i'm talking about the wisdom that comes from above the wisdom that comes from god amen and the encouragement is to take it all in and don't turn away from it you stay in the right place in the fear of the lord some think they can do their own thing put aside god's wisdom and, and go and, and they'll still get all the rewards and. But that's not true. It's not true. You, you won't get all the rewards if you don't stay in with God the way in his wisdom. You close the door on his wisdom when you do things your way. You know, it's like, why would I want to do things my way? When my way, I was jacked up. You know, my way, I was going to get a divorce. My way, I was, you know, smoking, drinking, and had a foul mouth. And, you know, but when I came to Jesus and I, and I received his wisdom, everything changed in my life. Everything changed. I mean, everything changed. You know god will not god will not change his word he's faithful to his word amen so what his word says what his word declares he's not going to change it just for you i've heard people say well i have a special relationship with god yes you do (laughs) and i hear this one a lot oh god knows my heart oh yes he does it's deceitfully wicked I love those. I, I try. I refrain when people come to me and say, "Well, God knows my heart." Oh, yeah, he he sure does. I don't. I don't tell him. You know, uh, Mike, I I got a. I got to talk to Daniel on Friday, or Thursday. And young man that is uh, doing some work here at the church, and, and I said, "So, do you go to church?" He goes, "Well, I used to as a kid." I said, "Oh, okay," and he goes. Yeah, they, they would if I would sit and listen to an hour, they'd let me play basketball in the gym. Well, okay, I said, well, well, do you know Jesus? No, not really. And I said, uh, um, so if you died today, do you know where you're gonna go for eternity? He goes, no, that's it. I go, no, there's two choices, heaven or hell. So oh, he goes, so where am I going? I said, well, I mean, today you're going to hell. (laughs) And he looked at me and goes, that's not what the Jehovah Witness told me. He said, I wouldn't believe them. So we had a good talk, and he let me pray for him at the end, you know. But, uh, you know, there's so many people that just walk in their own way without that wisdom of God, and they have no idea where they're going. Jesus says, well the word says this, I've taught you in the way of wisdom. I've led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. That is a wonderful promise to us. You'll go in the right path, your steps will not be hindered, and you will not stumble. Amen, you will not stumble. Amen, you're going forward, you're going strong, you're going forward. So how do we get the wisdom? Scripture is very easy on this, on how to get wisdom. Number one is ask. Ask. Just ask for the wisdom, amen? That's the key. Ask. The key to asking is not doubting. You know, it's like when you were a kid and you you went in and asked your parents if you could do something, and they said no, and you walked away going, I knew they wouldn't let me do it you already doubted, you know? And when we come to God and God and you ask him, Man, but he says no, you're like, oh, he's so mean to me, you know? I knew he wouldn't do it for me, you know? We, we've got to change our thinking. We've got to change our mindsets. I mean, God tells me no one thinks he doesn't want me to do. Amen? He knows the traps that the enemy tries to set for me, so when you're asking, listen, amen? I mean, he, he tells Delonda what to eat. She'll ask, "Should I eat this?" And he'll say, "No." And she'll she'll say, "Okay." She'll say, "Can I have some candy?" He'll say, "No." And then she said, "Can I have some candy again?" And he said, "You know, another day." And he'll say, "Yeah, just two pieces." And so I just eat. She says, (laughs) "It's not that funny." (laughs) But I do. I just eat. You know what I mean. I mean, listen, we had 2,000 pounds of C's candy last year. You know, in our living room. How do you not eat C's candy? I never got tired of it, Charlie. I didn't get sick of it. I love the smell when I walk in the house. and said, home. It just smelled good. And Delana asked me, she says, why don't you ask the Lord what to eat? I'm like, then he tell me? <laughs> and I'd have to do it. You know, and there's a lot of things in life we don't even check with God about it because we don't want to know. We don't want to know the wisdom of God on situations because we don't want to have to not do it. I want to eat the chocolate. <laughs> Thank God he hasn't called me in a while. <sighs> see, but we need to hold on to the promise of God, amen, and let it sink into us. If you look at who the Holy Spirit is in Isaiah eleven two, it says the Holy Spirit shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom, understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge, and of the fear of the Lord. It's the seven facets of who the Holy Spirit is. It's like if I had a diamond on here, the seven facets of that diamond, the cuts, you see, It's in one diamond. It's the same spirit... But it's, it has seven facets that you can look at. So when I, when I look at the diamond of the Holy Spirit, I receive his wisdom, amen? I receive his understanding. I receive his counsel. I receive his might. I receive the knowledge. I receive the fear of the Lord. And I receive his rest, amen? It's all part of the diamond of the Holy Spirit, the facets of the Holy Spirit. It's still only one. It's only one spirit, amen? One God, one Jesus, amen? So if, when you receive that spirit of God in you, you have wisdom, it's just like when you go to the fruit of the Spirit, you, you don't have one, you have them all. See, it's, it's fruit, not fruits. It's the fruit of the Spirit. So if you have one, you have them all. You have the Spirit, you have wisdom. You can tug on the Lord and say, hey, you, can, you already have it within you, and all you got to do is what? Ask. That's pretty weak. All you got to do is ask. ask. And He'll give it to you, amen? It's already in you. He'll just bring it alive. So when you ask for wisdom, don't doubt. You have that impartation to you already. It's just stirring it up in you and and coming into it, amen? But if we don't ask in faith, but doubt, we look like that guy out there in a kayak getting tossed around by all the waves. And uh, that's been me a few times. I know we were out one time, and it just seems like no no matter how hard you paddle, you don't get anywhere. I was out one day, I had a shorter kayak than Delanda, and and hers, you ride on top, and the one that I was in, you sit down inside. And the swell was really big, and the waves were crashing over my boat, filling it up, you know? I'm like, Delanda, I gotta go, man. She was with Jeanette. I, got, I gotta get out. I gotta get back into the because we were out in the wide open sea, I go, I gotta get back in the harbor. So I'm paddling, I mean, I had to work hard to get back in the harbor. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm waiting and I'm watching Delonda and Jeanette and they're just paddling away, coming back, you know. But you know, the buoy, the buoy was right here and instead of going away from the buoy, they just kept going sideways. Just going sideways with the current going in. And I'm like, they're not coming in, they're going sideways. And you see, that's what happens when we get tossed about by the world, by doubting the wisdom of God, we don't go forward. We just move sideways. We're working really hard, paddling away, but you're not going anywhere. You're just stuck. I finally said, oh man, I got to go help her. So I paddled out there again. I hooked a rope around her and we paddled in together and it made it a lot more fun. (laughs) But we can get stuck. I I was the I went fishing a few weeks ago, Delon and I were out there. I hooked into something, it, it must have been big, because the line's just going out. My spool is just going down, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I pulled back, and I reeled down, I pulled back, and snap! I'm like, oh, so I thought, I'll drop an anchor. I dropped an anchor, and you know, I'm in a kayak on the open sea, I dropped an anchor, hooked it onto the boat, and I'm sitting there, but the swell was pretty big. I wasn't paying attention to how big the swell is, but when that anchor got hooked on a mound and the swell went up, I started going over. My, I, I started getting really wet because the water was just rushing in on top of me. And I clipped off that anchor real quick and, to hold it with the flow of the swell, you know, and then pulled it in. I'm like, don't do that again. You know, but sometimes we can get stuck to where we're not being able to go with the flow of what God has for us. We're not walking in his wisdom. And it, may, it can make you feel like you're going to drown right where you're at when you're not following his wisdom. You stay stuck. And that's where not, not where God wants us to be. He wants us to be able to go with his wisdom, Charlie. He wants us to flow with him. You know, and um, that's where he, he really wants us to be. You have to have strong faith, though, to walk in the wisdom of God. You have to have that strong faith. You have to trust God. Amen? Through all that, let's see. You know, but now Delanda, she's so fast on that kayak, she blows me away. I'm like, I can't keep up. Slow down. She, she's just rolling on that kayak now. But the idea is that when you ask God for wisdom on something, he'll give it to you. If you ask in faith and don't waver. But the thing is, is when he gives you the wisdom, do it. Follow his advice. Follow his wisdom and don't say, yeah, that don't work for me. Because then you're just you're doubting and you're double-minded and you're thinking you have to go all in with it then then follow through with what the wisdom he gives you amen when wisdom is in the word of god and you've read it and you don't follow it why even bother asking for it because there's so much wisdom in here that can be found There's so much in here. It's not just knowledge, but when you start applying it, it's wisdom. You start walking it out in your life and following through with what it says. If you can't do that, then don't ask him for for wisdom because you're not willing to follow. And and you'll you'll be out there paddling super hard and going sideways, not going anywhere. And you feel like, why am I not going forward? Why am I not, you know i you know, I've seen people come in and they get saved and it just seems like they accelerate because they're following everything God says to them. They're going forward and they're like, man, I've been doing this for a long time. How come I'm not going forward? How come I'm not on the, the worship team? How come I'm not doing that? How come I don't get asked to do that? You know, because if you're going sideways, God's not going to promote you. He promotes you when you're in his wisdom, when you're walking out the wisdom that he's imparting to you and he'll take you to where he wants you to be. Amen. And that's what we've got to do. Don't ask. Follow through with what he tells you. Amen? Otherwise, you're doubting and you're double-minded. It's it's like when you've read it in your word, it's like you you already know what to do, but you don't like the answer. But how many of you know his way, his wisdom imparted to us is the way that we need to go? Amen? Whether we like the answer or not. Unstability. Unstability. And our asking for wisdom and doubting makes us unstable in all our ways. All our ways. Not just in our relationship with God, but our relationship with each other. I, I remember uh, one lady that, that I prayed for. She, her husband had left her and her three-year-old son. And the Lord gave me a word of knowledge on her that she, her father had abandoned her when she was three years old. And so I told her that, and I said, and the reason why your husband has left you is because you keep him away from you because you're afraid of getting hurt. You keep him at arm's length, and he's tired of it. And my translator was freaked out that I'm even saying this. She goes, no, no, that's not what she said. I said, but this is what it is. I'm telling you right now. God had given me that word, and I imparted it to her. And she said, you're right, I've done that. You know, and I've never seen her again because I've never been back to that city, but I pray that God released her from that. But remember what we talked about last week. Trials. How many of you have been going through trials? God's got wisdom for you. He's got wisdom for you. But if you keep making poor decisions based on your own flesh and what we already know what God says, we're going to be confused beyond measure and probably end up blaming God if we don't stay with it. But remember this: God does not cause your trials. God did not make you sick, Mei Ling, But He used it to His glory, and um, here you are today. <laughs> you know, God doesn't makes people sick. You have to know that God does not make people sick. God does not make people sick to. To get you to turn around. God does not make people sick. To get you to go a certain direction. It says that I am the Lord God that heals you. He does not say I am the Lord God that makes you sick. I am the Lord God that heals you. If you're following after me. Amen. He does not make you sick. So don't ever say. Well, God made me sick. So that I would change. Or so You know what I mean. God does not make you sick. And you didn't say that. So um, you're good. But he'll, he'll use it. To turn you around but he doesn't make you sick god does not bring your trials you have trials and what god does is he shows you the way out of trials he shows you the way with his wisdom to get through your trials and so you either choose his way of wisdom or you don't and when you don't you're going to you're going to be going sideways or you're going to be anchored and stuck and feel like you're not going anywhere in life you're going to think why is all this bad stuff happening to me why does it always happen to me why does this happen to me It's because you've made decisions in your life that keeps it happening to you. You've made a decision to not walk in the wisdom of God and it just seems like you're gonna be stuck the rest of your life. Until you make the decision, I'm gonna walk in the wisdom of God and I know he's gonna deliver me out of the trials that I'm in. He's gonna make a way where there doesn't seem to be a way. God is supernatural. He's gonna do a miracle in my life, amen? See, but when you doubt, When when you're doubting and you're thinking, oh, man, here we go again. It always happens to me. Oh, poor me, oh, my. You know, and you you walk with that attitude. That's what you're going to get every time. And you're going to say, man, why does that that only happen to me? Why doesn't that happen to that person? Why doesn't it happen to that person, you know? I mean, Tim was sitting over here. He was sitting, this Tim was sitting where that Tim was, and I was sitting on the stage, and I prayed for his heart. That distance just prayed for his heart, and God healed him healed him that night he went home and he said i think i think pastor ron healed me c-o-p-d right he couldn't breathe more than four to six seconds hold his breath more than four to six seconds now he can hold his breath longer than me you know like a minute and 20 god healed him i said did you go to the doctor he's like no i'm done with the doctor because he can breathe now he can walk He comes down here and helps me once in a while. I give him the hard stuff. He's like, Yeah, Pastor, that was a little tough. (laughs) When we try to conform to God's wisdom and not our own, it's amazing what God will do. It's amazing. God has wisdom for your trials. God has wisdom for the tribulations you've been going through. He can show you the way out of it. You know, if you're walking down the street to the high school and you get beat up every day, maybe God would say, go the other way. Simple wisdom, but no, I don't wanna, you know, I need to go go learn Kung Fu and I need to go Kung Fu-y on them, you know. Instead of just following the simple wisdom of God. That's what he wants. And he wants us to ask by faith. Believing that he's going to impart to us. But then do it. Do it. Don't be tied off by some anchor with the swells coming over you. Thinking you're going to drown every day. Cut loose of that anchor and follow the wisdom of God. Amen? And he'll get you right where you need to be. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of your word. And I pray, Father God, that your wisdom, Lord, would be open to us like as if we're opening up a book. Father God, that we would not only read it, but we would do it. Father God, that you would impart to us divine wisdom. Maybe you're here today, you say, Pastor Ron, I really need some wisdom right now. I need God to give me some divine direction and I'm ready to listen. If that's you, raise your hand today. Just wave at me. Amen, amen, amen. Many hands. So Father, I pray right now. Lord, that you not only impart wisdom, but Lord, you give us the strength to follow it, God. That we trust you. That we trust what we hear from heaven. That we would trust your voice, Lord, as you speak to us your hand be upon us god take us to that place father yeah lord of where we are a mighty moving machine full of the wisdom of god and that we not detour from it god but we walk it out in our lives father that your hand be upon every person here today and lord give us wisdom give us wisdom so that we don't stay stuck We're not tossed about by every wave of trial that happens to us. But Lord, that the impartation that you're doing by your spirit right now, God, would just give us new strength. Give us new strength, God, today. Let us be refreshed in your presence today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. We're gonna take the Lord's Supper today. And when, when we take it we're not only remembering what he's done, but we're partaking in what it means. It means that when we, when we come to Jesus and we give our lives, to we're forgiven of every sin, amen? We're forgiven and we're healed of every disease, the word declares. So when you, you come today and you get these, you know, make sure that your heart's right with God. Make sure that you say, Jesus, I give you my life. Forgive me of my sins. Come before him clean and pure, amen? And you say, yeah, but I, you know, no, just do it or, or don't take it. Either way, make sure your heart's right with God. Father, I pray right now, Lord, that you forgive us of every sin that we've ever committed. Father, God, that you wash us from the stuff that's not good for us, Lord, for where we've lacked wisdom. Lord, for where we've not listened to you. I pray you forgive us today, God. Lord, that your hand would be upon us and that you get us up and give us strength, God. And Lord, that our hearts should be right before you, that you purify our lives, God. Purify our thinking, our ways of doing things, our way of speaking, God. Lord, we just want to be in fellowship with you. We want you to be our God and we be your people today. And Father, we love you and we thank you for that. If you agree with me, say amen. 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 Okay, so guys, come on, we're gonna way we do communion here is that you come and if you can wrestle open the little package that you know has the wafer on top and the juice below Uh, we'll take it all together in a few minutes so why don't you stand with me and come this morning and receive the emblems and we'll take it all together in a few minutes Jesus get that little wafer out on the top there you know 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-three 23 it says for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed he, he took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it go ahead and break that little wafer snap it in half he said, Take eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Take and eat. Praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for what you've done for us, that your body was bruised and broken for us. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, and who heals all disease. We thank you for that, Father. Hallelujah. And in the same manner, he also cooked the cup after supper, saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread, drink this cup. You proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Let's take and drink. Father, I pray that, Lord, that blood, the We drink that, Lord, the blood of Jesus just wash over us, cleanse us. Lord, I pray for just a total, complete cleansing of our hearts and our minds, God. That, Lord, that we'd let go of all unforgiveness, God. Lord, that we rejoice in you, that we take hold of the wisdom from above, Father God, because we know that unforgiveness leads to torment. I pray, Father God, that we could let it go today in the name of Jesus, that we'd let Let people go out of our hearts, Lord, that we would do this for our benefit, Father, Forgiving, And Lord, that you restore our thinking. And Lord, that we'd not stay stuck. Lord, we'd not be going sideways. But Lord, that today we remember what you've done for us so that we can go forward and step into your plans and purposes for our life. I pray, Lord, you're covering over every person here today. Let your hand be with us, Father, and your joy be our strength as we overcome these trials of life through the wisdom of God. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand, huh? Hallelujah.